Ah, Hello and welcome to Net That Ball. <laughs> Did I get you good? I got you good there. <laughs> you were like not expecting me to put you front and center when yeah. I'm doing the intro. Sorry about that for the uh, podcast listeners. So yeah, welcome to the Double Game with 37 Net That Whole episode. Uh, if you didn't see it on YouTube, do check out the intro. Uh, zoomed in on Chris's head. Um, we're here for the final Double Game Week of the season, just two game weeks to go. And I think we're all going to take a nice well-earned rest and see if any big changes come to the game, which is the rumours uh, on the on the rumour mill today. So we'll, we'll keep an eye out for final differentials, final targets for the season. Let us know in the live chat what rank you are, what rank you're trying to get to, maybe what your stretch goals are, and we'll say hi to everyone as well before we go too deep into the show. Um, so it's just myself and Mariner here today. Um, Gabriel is unfortunately, the time zones don't quite work for us, but you will be happy to know that Mariner will be moving after this to another country in time zone. So things will be better for the channel, I think, next season. Yep, this is it. This is the last one at this time of day. And you know what? I I am so happy. I'm happy it's the end of the season as well. I've got to be honest. It's it, uh, My worst fears came to pass last which And if people saw the show last week, <laughs> my worst fears came to pass and do you know what this season can't finish soon enough and these 5am starts are absolutely killing me as well I was going to say that must be that brutal <laughs> yeah but I mean look let's just make one point here um, Connor so, uh, is Stormzy joining us or not well we don't need Stormzy we, we, we've just got the, the rapper that is oh, well, he's what even rapper he was singing wasn't he FPL Wens singing last week the, the trouble is, it, it wasn't particularly singing from the hymn sheet of FPL points, <laughs> yeah. from, my, from my perspective. But anyway, there we go. Uh, we don't need Stormzy. We, you know, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough, Ross. Good call. He's good pretty good there. I think, who, I think he's Ross's Stormzy fan. Anyway? Who, who the no, fuck is Stormzy anyway? He's a big, he's a big Raptor fan, so tunes into the deadline stream every week, uh, has the notifications on. Even gets the email when Raptor goes right. live. Like that's a that's a major kudos right there. I, I'm I'm really impressed that uh, that that a, a, a rapper likes dinosaurs. Well, maybe at this rate there'll be 15 million players next season, all because of this collab. Well, we might get another two or three subscribers then, Nima. You might be lucky. <laughs> yeah, might be doing well. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you um, are obviously um, here. Thank you for joining us late at 11, uh, 10.30 tonight, actually, in the UK. I can't wait till we're doing 7 p.m. shows. Um, why don't we say a quick couple shout-outs to everyone who's tuned in live, waiting patiently back. Yeah, shall I do it this week? Yeah, go for it. So we've got Rubber Ducky, Quack Quack. Apparently, he's in the bath. Oh, my God. Um, Nick Khan's here. Hello, Nick. M-Ray's in. Blue Danube Joe, or as Nima used to call him, Blue Danube. Danube. <laughs> Always makes me laugh, that was. FPL Planners here. Hello, mate. Uh, Ballroom Jam, Shellis. Hi, mate. Um, from my fellow uh, oldies, the old ancient oldies group, which which I'm in, the old FPL. Actually, I think he's top as well. I think he's having a great season. Um, let us know your rank, mate, because I can't remember. Uh, Connor's in here um, talking about Storms, whoever he is. Dom's here as well. Uh, and, uh, and Assad's here as well. Tess. Test maybe who knows? Or test, yes. 
Test, yes. Who knows? Anyway, shout out to Emery as well. Oh, Emery, I did say Emery, didn't I? Did I miss him? I don't I know. I anyway, not to worry. Um, so shall we? Uh, shall we? <laughs> we, we haven't got a philosophy of the week this week of sorts. We've really got, <laughs> we've really got a bit of a marin rant. So wind yourself back to last week, everybody. Um, the debate, and it was a debate actually. It was a good debate on Callum, the truth. Wilson, as um, christened by always cheating. Um, so Callum, the truth, Wilson had a minute's risk against this act. Um, and Gabe, despite all my protestations, I got this statement. It snowed in Vegas once. Doesn't That's mean he's a good pick. Doesn't mean he's a good pick. Well, it did snow. In fact, it snowed in Vegas more than once, Gabe. The last time it snowed significantly in Las Vegas was back on December the 17th, 2008. And 3.6 inches fell, apparently, uh, at a weather centre on Dean Martin Drive. So it does snow in Vegas. And Callum Wilson does haul. Right. So, anyway, here we go. So, FPL Mariner here, you know, after... Uh, selling the virtues of Callum Wilson and showing everybody that Callum Wilson topped the metric as well, went Isaac. I'm changing my name, Nima, FPL Invertebrate. I am spineless. I am so spineless. So what happens? Gabe gets... Uh, Gabe? 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 Here we go. I've even got him on the bloody... Wilson gets a penalty. And then he gets another one with an assist. But at least that did have something with Isaac. Isaac was involved in that, right? But just the kicker, he was just about to be taken off. <laughs> 73 minutes, he gets given the penalty. He scores the penalty, goes off, and now he's as fresh as a daisy so he can screw me again on Thursday, right? I mean, you can't make this shit up. Really, seriously, watching that haul was like was about as much fun as sliding down a banister using my uh, razor blade, using my bollocks as brakes, man. I was so pissed off. Honestly, my team's got more flags than the fucking United Nations. You've got Rashford's legs falling off. Everyone, that means that everybody gets all these wankers who bench this opinion, including me. 17 points coming on. Gets all the 17 points off the bench. Well, what happens to me? Well, I wait and I see Luke Shaw. And I go, oh, Luke Shaw, you've got a really shit fixed difficulty against Wolves. Really shit. So I'm going to bench you. What an idiot. He had the best defensive fixed difficulty a lot, and I benched him. To be true, I missed the deadline because I was busy packing. So anyway, so I lost my Luke Shaw points as well. Um, and because <laughs> I went for Sven, <laughs> I'm going to rename him Bottom Man, not Bot Man. Um, not doing very well for me these days. And, and just a couple of weeks ago, Nima, who was I extolling the virtues of? Which player yeah, do you think I've, no? Which player do you think <laughs> I've called off, called up, mentioned a couple of times as a good alternative Willard. to other Manchester City assets? Yes, Ilke fucking Gundogan. So I've missed. <laughs> I didn't go with him either. I went for <laughs> I went for Isaac instead of Wilson. Right. All right. So I think the the moral of the story is: have courage in your convictions, you spineless mollusk. <laughs> So you're going to try and be, is that your skill you for next free. season? Yeah. Your, your, your learning for next season is to yeah. not yeah. be spineless with your pick. Yeah. 
Go with it. If you think you're right, go with it. The truth will set you free, but not until it's finished with you. There we go. David Foster Wallace. He was an American novelist, a short story writer, an essayist, and a university professor of English and creative writing, by the way. And that's straight off my notes. So there we go. Uh, how was your game week? Yeah, I, I guess if you were <laughs> spineless, then I guess I must say I was probably the same. Um, not really too much going for me. Um, I was watching the Arsenal game uh, against Brighton. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, Steele's got a clean sheet. Like, you know, it's 2-0. We're probably not going to come back now. And then Estupinian gets the goal at the end. And I was like, oh, this is really... This just basically wipes out any points that Steele had. So my main differential Steele that returned, that kind of got wiped out by Estupinian hurting me. He's like my captain. Um, I bottled that. So I don't know what... I, I really wanted Wilson. It felt more exciting. And obviously it wasn't on the show last week. And... I was there waiting for that early team news and it made me realise how reliant we've become because I had my mouse hovering, waiting in case the site was going to crash. If it said Wilson starts, I would have picked him. But like, it's like what we saw Fantasy Ed say, right? Like, I, I guess we kind of knew he was going to start. A lot of people were saying, you know, he's got expected a minute to risk all this, but I think Wilson was a great pick like you did. And um, I was spying this too, I suppose. So that's my conclusion of my game week. And I think we go on to the double in 37 and what we can do to not get the final two transfers wrong because every well, decision I, I've made is 50-50 and it's all wrong. I, I mean, the thing was, is that I was all, I was blindsided by the March injury, to be fair. That did throw me because I was never that planning to have to sell me. him too, yeah. Um, so I went, I just went sideways. I mean, I could have gone, I would, the only thing is I would probably would have gone Joe Linton. Um, so at least I didn't go that way. Uh it didn't cost me that. But yeah, just, I don't know, man. I just feel that it just shows how luck plays such a massive part of this game. Such a massive part. Um, and, you know, you could rant, and you know it's all in good jest. And and I don't mean anything bad about it. He, he wasn't wrong. He was a minute's risk, but not now. Not now. He's not a minute's risk now. And remember what we always say about FPL. You learn every single week. We've learned. He'll get injured soon. Here as well. He'll get injured soon. That's the only thing. We've got Matthew Kane here saying he's been trying to explain in the office that he captain Trippier over Wilson because it doesn't snow in Vegas has ostracized me amongst my colleagues. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. The only thing was, I mean, I don't know. There was one other thing. I didn't mention it. That should have been an own goal for Trippier. Fuck me. I even owned double Newcastle and I was celebrating an own goal because of what had happened. And I was hoping it, I was thinking, great, all these trippier captains. Yeah. <laughs> but he didn't give it. They didn't give it as an own goal. It must have been going in. Yeah, it looked to me like an own goal, to be honest with you. Yeah, he did. I mean, there's well. dog agrees as well in the yeah, background. Did me as well. But anyway, well, there we go. Well, let me go to the summary of the matchups for the week. And um, yeah, obviously, I this week we're not going to go as <laughs> in depth. Um, it's probably going to be a bit of a shorter episode, isn't it? Not the full two hour blockbuster. No, no. I think the problem is obviously with Gabe not being available, um, what we what we've had to do is sort of like trim it down. And in fact, I haven't even got his NetXG numbers this week because he's not been able to get them to us. But this is the only time that we can go live. So I think the simplest thing to do is to just talk our way through the through the the greens as we go down. I think that's the simplest thing to say, Nima. So should we start at the top with Arsenal? Do you want to do so, yeah? Let, let's start with Arsenal and then what we'll do is we'll just work our way down on the fixtures so um, and slowly but surely cross them off. So let's start with Arsenal and uh, Forest. 
So uh, I'm very sad to see that you slipped at the final hurdle. Um, but to be fair, all these people saying that Arsenal bottled it, I think Manchester City bottled Arsenal rather than the other way around. <laughs> I remember you said that. Yeah, I, I, yeah you, you can't. There's only, t- there's only a few teams in the world can go on runs like that and they've just kind of done it to you, haven't they? But yeah, going back to this, um, it'll be interesting to see how Arsenal react because Arsenal have got an extremely good fixture difficulty away at Notts Forest of 3.2. Now, that is quite high for, for Forest away. Yeah, Forest, right? have, yeah, I would, I'd be surprised to see that. I don't think we've seen Forest um, be so kind of low on the FDR from a defensive point of view at home this season, have we? Yeah. No, I don't think so. That's right. And so I think the other thing, defensively, Arsenal is zero. So I, I immediately tells me that what I'm looking at is I think we are now in Arsenal attacking territory again. Are they going to pl- just free off the shackles? Um, and, you know, are we now looking at bringing an Arsenal midfielder back in? I will not bring Jesus back in, by the way. He couldn't hit a barn door from a yard. Um, so, and also Niketia's fit again, isn't he? Um, so, 3.2 fixtureability for, um, for Arsenal attack. A little bit on the left-hand side suggests possibly Martinelli if he plays, but I think did Trossard Trossard's taking some minutes off him at the moment. Martinelli Big went off injured, yeah. So I have a feeling he might not even play. Right, this okay. Season. I don't know if we'll see him this season. But who's who do you think? So I think Trossard play will play. Trossard yeah. plays down that left. Then maybe he's a nice little option for the last couple mm. of games. Um, Big chance is three point one. You see, look, that's green. That's very green. It's the second best of the entire game week, if you look there. Um, no no chance for a header. So I think you can safely... I, I think, realistically, you can safely leave the defence alone. Um, I'm not even sure I would play them. Um, what's your perspective on this? What about Trossard? Is he a decent punt? The difficulty is, I think, with the double game week and the uncertainty around Rashford, who's in most teams, probably having to take up one transfer if we don't think he's going to start either... I don't see myself going for like the Arsenal uh, midfielder yet this week. And you could argue that they could in this fixture, you know, outscore the double game weaker. But I can see all of us getting lured in by the likes of a Man City midfielder, not knowing which one to go for. You know, there's like Foden, there's Mahrez, there's Greedish. Oh, well, it's game week 37, so it's Mahrez week, right? It's Mahrez week, remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah, so but this is what I mean. So like, it could be any, there's so many of them, it's hard to pick. And then I know people have been recently talking up Anthony, so... It'll be interesting to look at the Man United FDR when we get there too, but he's like an alternative if Rashford's out. People talking about Anthony's kind of underlying numbers have been good the last 10 weeks. So he's a big punt. I, I wouldn't necessarily be going there myself. Uh, the City midfielders come with their own minutes risks, as we say. So I could see the appeal in the Arsenal mid, but I just kind of feel like I can go there for one of my two Brighton mids in game week 38. So I'll probably hold off um, for the home fixture against Wolves. Um, I think that's the one I'm going to wait for my Arsenal attacker in and that would be my big punt to see out the season. Um, but what what about you? I guess if you had those players, because I know some people have them, like I wouldn't be in a rush to sell an Arsenal midfielder. Oh, no, I, definitely, I mean, to yeah. be honest, you would hold now. Their fixtures exactly, have turned. Yeah. I mean, in fact, if you, if you look at the, uh, if you move, let's just move on one slide. This is the actual running matchups. So this is 37 and 38. And you'll see Arsenal there, 6.7. So second best now. For attacking fixture difficulty on the running, 
Yeah, so I guess so, it's the second best of all teams in the terms of attacking yes. FPR for the remainder of the season. Um, Man yes. United is interesting there at eight point six for the podcast listeners as well for the next two for attacks. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll come through. To, we'll come through. Yeah, to we'll those. come back. I, what I wanted to do was to sort of like flick backwards and forwards between this week and next week because I think you're all. By the time you get into next week, there's not a lot of strategy. You're just going to go all eyeballs Take out and try and win or try and save your mini leagues, or try and save your hundred k rank, or whatever else you're trying to save. Now, in terms frankly. of Forest, um, I think one person worth talking about is their striker, right? Awanoi. I think he's on like. Yeah, is that how you say it? I, I don't know. <laughs> Awanoi. Awanoi. Is that how you <laughs> yeah, think? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I saw the commentator say it too, but I was it was different to what I said. So he, I think he's on ten Premier League goals now. So his kind of goals per minute played um, is pretty good. It's up there in the league. Yeah, it's took is him a it, while, hasn't it? Fun? Yeah, I mean, the only thing I would say is if you look at Forest going forwards, look, the fixture difficulty is not great. Minus two for the next two. Um, I are think they too not safe? Got... My thinking is just like with what's on the line. So I'm kind of looking at teams who are fighting for top four. I, I don't disagree. Some strange fixtures. Yeah, I don't disagree. The only thing I would say is I think Forest, whilst they've got a little, they've got, I think they've got a three or a four point, I think they might have a four point gap on. Um, yeah, I think they're probably relatively safe at this stage after what's Well, I, I like obviously I you never know. This week. Yeah, that's fancy the thing. So then they have one game left to save themselves potentially. Yeah, I'm not sure who they're playing actually. I have to look, but but that relies on the likes of Leicester <coughs> winning or Leeds winning, which you know it's going to obviously for them as well as tough times at the moment. At Everton's there scrapping, so. Like I, I like these shots. Like a McNeil on the last day of the season, Everton fighting for their lives. Those are the kind of punts I'm excited about. I feel yeah. like we've almost got to split the episode into two parts. It's like players for this double, uh, anyone who's got chips as well, how are you going to compete with those chip users to maintain your points against them? And then the final week punt, who's that going to be? So I think those are kind of the two key decisions, something a bit more immediate right now with the doubles. And that kind of limits your playing field, right? Because I was thinking if I was on a free hit, I'd probably just get three Brighton players, three Man United players, three Man City players, and Trent and Salah, and that's it. That's your 11. You're done. So kind of working back from there, what's the ideal team you want this week? And it's something close to that. I'll probably just have less Man City players because of the rotation risk and not wanting to go for them now. Probably, You know, they could have wrapped up the title. If Arsenal lose to Forest, City don't even need to, like, play their best yeah. players against Chelsea, let alone in the following games um, that are to come. So... Yeah, I think someone here in the chat mentioned it actually. So I'm just seeing, yeah, it was Matthew Kane again. So he was saying, you know, he'd like to have free hit 37 to take advantage of the two games for City to win the league. But obviously, Arsenal getting battered by Brighton, it probably brings forward that uh, Premier League unveiling and stuff. So why should City have to play any of their main players? So I'm kind of glad how that's landed as a non free hit user. I'm sorry about that, Matthew. That, that, that's a bit annoying. No, and I mean, obviously, they've got the Champions League semi second leg to it'll be tomorrow, tomorrow night. night. Yeah, tomorrow night. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, so from that side of things, we'll know where his priorities lie by then, won't we? For well. sure. Yeah. I think I still expect Haaland to start all of the remaining games. And as Matthew says, you can probably rely on him given the records that he is chasing. So, yeah. I guess when we talk about captaincy later this episode, it'll be interesting to see if there are people going against Haaland. Um, you know, he's got a double game week, and if we think he starts both and chasing records, what do we do? Because in my kind of situation, rank-wise, the Brighton guys are kind of <laughs> exciting me a bit, and um, I feel like that Brighton City game could be an epic match. Like, well, I hope so. 
yeah, the way Brighton played, I was like, okay, these guys, they really want to get these Champions League spots. They're going to do whatever they can to go till the final day. They're a good team. They're a good team. Not many teams beat Grimsby 5-0. Anyway, there we go. That's another point. <laughs> um, whilst, just whilst we're on it then, so let's keep. Let's try and stick to this then. Uh, let's look for the next fixture then. So let's say Arsenal, I think, attack only and maybe, like you say, perhaps a little punt on a forest forward, perhaps for the, the, for the, week, for the run. Yeah. Maybe quite interesting. Um, I quite like the looks of Trossard, if you ask me. If I get a sniff that Rashford is not going to be around, that's probably where I might go. That could be quite exciting. But on that note, I think the presses are important from a fitness point of view. And yeah, I agree. I'm pretty sure Seahunt uh, said as well that the doctor said Martinelli should be fine. So it's all worth right. keeping an eye on all these all things. Right. Let's see. So the next one is the next one down is uh, Aston Villa Liverpool. But in fact, it's Liverpool Aston Villa. So Liverpool are at home against Aston Villa. Liverpool will have a fixture difficulty of four point three. Really good. They have they have they've hit the straps finally. Even the defence seems to have hit the straps finally, albeit still they're not great. Um, but let's face it, we're not looking for defensive returns. A defensive returns a bonus with Liverpool right now. Mm. I ain't selling any Liverpool assets now till the run-in. That's it. I've got Trent and I've got Salah. Um, they probably dug me out of shit this week, quite frankly, um, with that double return towards a brilliant assist for Salah for Trent. Hey, won it, hey? That was unreal. Just a little roll it to him. <laughs> I think <laughs> Three it, points, was, you know, it, was, it was Trent's first goal since uh, the 9-0 against Bournemouth. Um, I think that was way back in what August, September. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> I mean, for an FPL asset, he's not been great, has he? But anyway, there we go. Let's hope it might change. I still think he'll be first on our team sheets for next year. Um, I just hope he costs more. I yeah, probably. Have a well, I don't choice. know. He might not. He might not. I think he'll finally be eight million minimum. Leighton Baines levels. Ah, uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see we'll whether see. they've got any changes up the sleeves regarding it. You know. Um, in terms so of anyway, players, though, what I would say three. is. Some people were probably considering selling them, right, for um, like the likes of De Bruyne for Salah or Diaz or someone like Aki uh, Stones for, you know, Trent. I, I don't know if I can go near that with the way the league looks. Right I ain't selling now. Yeah, no I ain't chance. Selling that. It's not even. And not, not with that attacking FDR either for no, me. So definitely not. not. He's, he's, staying, he's staying there. Big chances, three point five. So uh, the only, um, also the right, his fixture difficulty is three, uh, uh, zonal's 3.8. So that's not too bad. 4.1 down the middle. Um, 3.4, uh, big chances, five, uh, 11.3 shots, right? Puts one of the best of the, one of the best thing, I think second best bad looks or third best of the game week as well. And there's a headed chance, there's a headed chance for a headed matchup as well. So probably across. So <coughs> I think Liverpool look very, very solid. Um, now I think you're not going to, I don't necessarily think I would necessarily bring Liverpool in over, um, Double game week players, but I most certainly wouldn't sell them there. Yeah, no, that, I think that's totally fair enough. Um, in terms of their opponents, what would you say to anyone who's still got like Watkins in their team? Is this the week to play him? Is this the week to bench him if the rest of your team is double game weekers? I mean, look, it's Liverpool. Liverpool can concede, um, but Watkins really has gone off the boil. Yeah, um, I would, I would be tempted to ship him now. If you ask me, you would. So you take a bigger punt on someone. Um, would you be interested in like an Anthony Martial? Possibly for a double game week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, possibly for a double game week. Why? Why not? I think is the way you're looking at it now. Um, I mean, the other one is, of course, is uh, 
and blah, 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 blah. what's his name? <laughs> are you going to buy? Are we going to buy Welbeck? No, no, no. Manchester City. Alvarez. 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 Yeah. Alvarez. yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the obvious quite, one, really. He's like quite a nice punt. Um, yeah, I guess. I think if I was in the, I probably if I think if, if I was in the, if I was, it depends on you. It depends who your third. If 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 you've done what I've done and dumped and junked your third forward, although he played Greenwood actually started uh, for Leeds. Um, I don't know whether he will this week, but he started last week. Um, I don't know whether Alvarez is a great option, but. If he's your third forward, why not? Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think the the Brighton assets um, can be quite exciting. We'll see how the minutes go for Enciso and Ferguson in this next game on a Thursday against Newcastle. But they could be quite nice if you're not already kind of tied in and locked into which of the Brighton assets you're going to have, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think I like yeah. those guys. Um, but we'll talk about Brighton when we get to the Brighton match. Yeah, we'll think, kick, we're, we're, we're making our way down. I think we're... Um, so, we're, where did we get to? We've got the Villa Liverpool out of the way. Yeah. Now let's look at Bournemouth against Manchester United. So, Bournemouth actually have a positive fixture difficulty against Manchester United of 2.2. That's interesting. Um, Which worries me a little bit because one of my transfers <laughs> I was considering is actually to get rid of that. Fucking Lampard's done me again, hasn't he? Kepper. <laughs> lose Kepper for De Gea. Damn. You're going to find you have to make that goalkeeper move now. I might have to, yeah. Who's your second goalkeeper? You... Is it Iverson? No, it's Raya. Oh, and he's oh, got okay. two really tough fixtures to finish off. He's, well, it's uh, tough. He's got Spurs. <laughs> it's not that tough. But it's, you know, Spurs away is not easy. So, yeah, I mean, it may be... It might be just better off playing Raya. I don't know. I'll have to look at it. But look, I mean, that's a positive fixture for But I think Bournemouth are on the beach. Manchester City have got a lot to play for. Um, I think we can probably throw these stats in the bin in in some senses. Um, but Bournemouth have got a decent headed match up there. That's an interesting one. Um, I do like the look of Luke Shaw now, though, back on the left for Manchester United. I think that's a very, he'll certainly not be going anywhere now. I'm just so annoyed I benched him. I think benching him as a centre half is a it would be a reasonable argument, but benching him as a left back's a disaster. Didn't work out for you, yeah. No, I um once I heard about the Rashford news, I kind of was hoping that I could just play Shaw in Rashford's place um while we wait to hear what's happening. Um Rashford not being in the last lineup, that does worry me a bit in terms of how likely he is to get two starts in the double. Um we'll see what they say in the presser, but I'm ready to kind of move him on and maybe take I think time. I am in in the sense because I you know he might be fit but his minutes will probably be managed um you would think um especially I mean, if he's not going to be ready till closer to the final what's maybe what's your gets... view on Anthony chat sport in the in the uh, in the chat mentioned uh, Anthony as an option yeah, so I think if I, if I get definitive news that says Rashford's out of the first game at least I could see myself maybe doing the you know, Anthony move for Rashford. I'd be more confident of Anthony starting than like the. He's City. down the right though, isn't he? He is, yeah. So from an FDR point of view, it doesn't doesn't support him. It doesn't support neither him, game. Doesn't. Neither game supports him. We'll talk about the other one later. Um, but no, neither game particularly supports him. So I think it's just a more guaranteed start compared to say like 
Foden or Mares um, or Gundogan. Um, they're all quite exciting. I'd rather go there, of course. But well, I already own Foden, and he's been a bit of a disappointment, if I'm honest with you. Um, I, I remember hoping... when you brought him in. Uh, was that for Grealish? Yes. But I mean, okay. to be honest, he's outscored. I think he's outscored Grealish. So I think. Yeah, yeah definitely. Grealish hasn't played. <laughs> it's not a problem. So, but I mean, you know, that would have been Gundawan, right? Mm. How things would have changed. Um, but yeah, so it is what it is. Um, but so yeah, Bournemouth, Manchester United. I, I, I'm not sure. I like you mentioned. I think Bournemouth are well and truly on the beach. Pardon the pun. Um, they've had a good season. To be fair to them. Um, Manchester United still got plenty to play for. Got Liverpool snapping at their heels. Uh, once, uh, yeah, I think Manchester United have got more than uh, will probably have more than enough on the day to get past them. So yeah, I'm not too worried about those that fixture difficulty, even though it doesn't look too great. Um, we can come back to any questions which we see, unless you spot any. Um, yeah, I'll start into <laughs> the end okay. of the show, but any that are really relevant now, we'll just kind of cover them in the section on the match. Okay, covering. All right, so the next one's Brentford Spurs. So it's Spurs at home against Brentford. Uh, let's look at Spurs for a start. You may still own Harry Kane. Only a 0.9 fixture difficulty for Harry Kane. Uh, so that's not that positive. It is positive, but it's not too positive. And a slight positive for the defence as well, which probably suggests that Brentford's uh, away form is, is pretty poor because Spurs have not been awfully good. Um not a lot on on zonals, I don't think, for either. No, it's particularly not for Brentford. Uh, and shots on target, 5.7. You'd expect Harry Kane probably to get one of those. I, I I mean, Harry Kane just does Harry Kane things. Uh, Nima, what's, what's your he's perspective been, He's been non-stop, hasn't he? Um, yeah, I know. Is he, is he just a hold now for the rest of the season? What's your perspective on that? I think at this stage, he was someone I'd actually, in my original kind of long-term planning on FPL team and some of these sites, my plan was to kind of get him and Martinelli in, in these last weeks. That was kind of like without knowing what either of their form would be like, like a month ahead. So now that you're here, if you still already have him, like he was someone I was considering buying back and I wouldn't be looking to move him on um, regardless of kind of what we've been seeing from Tottenham. And if anything, that kind of... Uh, recent uh victory and uh Kane is just there you know like um he's got his own records he wants to break and who knows what's going to be happening with Tottenham in the summer so you know this could be his farewell and if it is he's having an incredible goal scoring season like he's okay he is quite far behind Haaland but in a normal year with the number of Premier League goals he has already you would not be questioning selling him uh, at all that's kind of all I would say um when we did it earlier on, it was for the likes of, say, Jota, and then we like upgraded Salah elsewhere. But I think if money is no problem, I'd be looking to hold on to him for the rest of the season, for sure. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, as I say, to be honest with you, where are you going to go in the forwards as yeah, well? Yeah, you know what I mean? I mean, probably that midfield template. Well, I suppose I argue that midfield template's fairly solid, but Mitoma's not scored for an age. An age! And we're mm. still owning him. And we're owning him just for fixtures now. That's all it is. Fixtures play just the four Every point, week I've been saying, four. oh, I could sell Mitoma, I could sell Mitoma. And but every week know. Eze or someone else is hauling in midfield to what who they got the week before. Um, 
What was the news on Tony? What happened to him? He, he was he didn't play. Has his band started? No, no. He had a I think he had a bit of an injury, like a knock, a light hamstring injury. He he sounded like I've seen two different sources. One said he was out for the season, and one said he's fine and he'll be back in next game. And <laughs> so it's like a bit. <laughs> everything just feels like this is literally like with the Champions League as well and City's lineup tomorrow. And the presses to come on Friday. This just feels like there is genuinely no reason to be moving early today or in game week 38. That's for certain. Yeah, I think so. I think we have to wait, 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 wait. Sit on our hands. Okay, so we walked up. But I mean, look, if you get news that Tony's injured, then, you know, again, you've, he's, he's definitely out, something you want to have to move on. Yeah. You're going to have to move him on, aren't you? So then, like I said, that's very much dependent on. I'm guessing you won't be looking to buy uh, Patrick Bamford. That's for certain. Tony in court today. Oh, in court today. Okay, wow. Oh, well, there we go. This getting ominous. It, yes, it is. Oh, well. Okay. Um, Brighton against Southampton, the next one. Then, mate, Southampton down. Um, probably going to play a lot freer now. Now they've finally got that sword of Damocles from hanging, hanging over their heads. But Brighton are at home, and Brighton batter teams at home, not just Grimsby. They batter all sorts. Um, 3.7 fixture difficulty for attack, 1.3 for defence, 5.1 central matchup. The matchups are lighting up green, left four, right 4.3, uh, big chances three, shots on target 6.1, shots in the box 12.6. This looks juicy as. Juicy as. And Brighton still have something to play for. Um, my Brighton assets are going nowhere. But please, Mitoma, get me a fucking return this week. For God's sake, man. I mean, it's going Maybe to be... Maybe captaining him this week, or is that a spoiler no, for the captaincy metric? I don't think I would, no. Uh, it's just no, it's not, it's no form. It's all well and good saying he's been unlucky, but you've got to have a bit of form. You know, you, you need to... I know it's going to break at some stage, but... I don't think is it. I don't think Brighton assets are captaincy shouts this week, if you ask me. Not even in, with in, the Southampton tie. I, well, I don't think so personally, but that's just me. Yeah, I don't I, know I'm, who I would pick. Yeah, that's the problem. I don't know who. I, I know a few people who, when they free hit in the last double, they had a Welbeck in the free hit team, and it was absolutely like just mental. Game week thirty four, they were flying. Yeah. I mean, you know, if I was, if I was, if I had a third, if I had the slot for a third Brighton asset, um, and perhaps I had a Tony problem or someone like that, I might. Ferguson's starting to get some minutes. He might be worth, a, might be worth a punt. He's cheap, so he's not necessarily going to break your bank doing something. I, I, as I say, you know, I like the look of Ferguson, but. <coughs> <clears throat> this is the issue. Undab's getting minutes as well now, isn't he? And in fact, he started to score finally. So again, it's took him all season to settle it. It has. Um, what about, um, yeah, I think with that front line with Ferguson, Welbeck and Undav all kind of lurking there, it doesn't quite feel great, does nah, it? But um... it's, It is a bit of a gamble. But I mean, I think, you know, the general, the word which I saw is that they expect Ferguson to get minutes. So I was saying how many minutes, but remember about the snow in Vegas? Yeah, it's true. So what about uh, the defensive options from Brighton here from an FTR point of view? Uh, 1.3 for the defence. Well, I mean, Rupinen's going nowhere. Um, I'm going to play him. I would play my Brighton defenders for sure. 
because I think you you know you you've got a chance of a you've got a chance of a cl- uh, of a cleanie there against Southampton. City's a different beast. Maybe we can get another penalty save um, from it. Yeah, it's not that I think Brighton assets are bad assets. I just think maybe that there's a better captain to shout out there. And the trouble is, is which one? This is the problem with City, is that the City captaincy yeah. option is definitely the place to go. The issue is, are you going to get clobbered for minutes? Oh, well, I'm interested by United. The Bournemouth FDR against United doesn't seem great. So No, but I well, think we've maybe caveated that already. Yeah, exactly. That's true. The issue is, who would you captain for Manchester United if Rashford's out? Yeah, I think it would be Bruno Unless you were, Fernandes. If you own Bruno Fernandes, that's fine. But if you don't, then what? Yeah, then then you bring in Anthony and captain him if you're but, crazy. No, no way. No, no chance. No, There's no some chance. questions about triple uh, United defence, which we'll come to in the Q&A at the end. Um, that's a bit dangerous. But anyway, there we go. Um, when we go on to Chelsea versus Man City, that. You would hope maybe uh, Frank Lampard's got a few tricks up his sleeve here, but I don't and then know again, you'd, you'd expect that he hasn't. I mean, that's it's <laughs> there's about as much red on this this sheet as, as a Swiss flag. Um, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, pretty bad, right? Look, minus two point six, minus two point nine attack and defense. Um, nothing in the zonals, nothing in the big chances, match up shots on target, shots on the box. Should be a fairly easy day for Manchester City, I'd suggest. I guess the question I think, here is like, is this the week that finally Edison gets his clean sheet <laughs> in in this double? I, I don't know. I mean, look, they've got I, again. You know, I, I do have a Manchester City slot open for this, so that he is and, on. And, and you're looking they, to sell a goalkeeper, right? So yeah, you're absolutely. Kepper, so yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, can I tempt you in Edison for the end of the season? Or can I turn you into a meme when he lets in a goal every game? Well, you can. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've got to convince you to buy. Do you remember the episode of The Wire when McCarr um, tried to interrogate Zoff for buying Edison? He went straight into him as the episode began and he was like, oh, Zoff, why did you buy Edison if you said that City are going to concede? And I've, I've not seen Bacar kind of fight back like that so that was quite fun to see and quite exciting to see that unfolding live uh, as the show began. Um, but yeah, that, that was good fun. But yeah, so you, you're not yeah. going to get Edison. I know it. I, no matter what I tell well, you, you wouldn't get. But I just, I mean, look, that's just typical, isn't it? I bring him in, and then he, and then he, then he goes and bloody, yeah, yeah. And then, then what happens? We, we all know what's going to happen then, don't we? we all, yeah, no, we I, think, I think. For me, like I just the defenders I want to play, and I don't see like myself making that kind of Trent to a City defender move, especially with the situation in the league. So I'm not too keen on that. Um, sounds like Aki won't be available to play against Madrid. Stones have been getting rested in the league, you know, playing in the Champions League. D- Diaz, we thought he was immune at the most expensive option, but even he got rested once in the league recently as well. So. It's all just a bit crazy there. And I think I'd rather just play the defenders I have, essentially. Like I'm looking at my team now for next week to see who I would play, actually. And I just play Trippier against, you know, home against Leicester, Trent home at Villa, Shaw with a double stealing goal. Like, I just don't see a world in which I would be getting a City defender. Um, I think if you've already got the goalkeeper and stuff, then that's fair enough, right? But 
Yeah, that's right. I mean, I'm just switching screens, actually, because I think there's a slight typo on the other one, but I've just noticed it. But if you look at Manchester City this way, look, you know, you can see their attack is two point, uh, defence is 2.6 in the first game, but then at minus 1.2 in the second against Brighton. So it does, you know, it does look like Brighton have got more than enough to, to nip a goal against mm. uh, against, against City there, uh, for sure. It does. Um, but I mean, Chelsea wise, I mean, just take a look at Chelsea's double. Um, it's just minus 2.6, minus 2.9. Uh, for attack and defence in the first game against City, and then minus two point five, minus two point nine against Manchester United. Yeah, I don't know if that's um, one you want to be getting him. I can see why you're looking to try sell Kepa, even though he's got a double and. Well, he's, he's he, I mean, anyway, he'd, but... he'd probably get more points. <laughs> probably get the same number of points if I play him as if I bench him. But I mean, he's probably not going to start anyway now, is he? But but yeah, that's the. Uh... That's that's the thing there. So anyway, I'll just keep switching back because, as I say, I noticed a typo on here. It's not the yeah, no, these numbers are correct, by the way. It's this num- It's these numbers which are these fixtures which are wrong. Or there's one wrong. I um, think uh, I think Andy Martin spot on here that like even Edison we saw he got rested recently. I'm not even rested, just dropped. It sounded like, but um, you know, at the end of the day, there is a world in which they play their other goalkeepers, either Ortega or Carson, in the Brighton and Brentford games. So. I think if you know City winning against Chelsea cements the title for them, for example, is Edison going to play the other games to stay cup fit for the finals? Is he going to rest? Like, what's going to happen there? So, I mean, do you, do you, a goalkeeper can, does a goalkeeper need to rest? With all honesty, it's that's what it means like, that he was dropped. It's almost <laughs> just keeping people sweet, isn't it? It's almost just <laughs> giving people a game, farewell games, right? That's what I mean. So people yeah. are leaving the club and stuff. Well, I want to know is when's he going to play Calvin Phillips? That is a very good point. The happiest, the happiest player with with splinters up his ass in the history of mankind. He spent more, he played hundred minutes, right? So what if um obviously if you were on a free hit this week and I was saying how I thought that would be like triple United, triple City, triple Brighton, Trent and Salah for me this week. Who would be your triple City? Haaland is obviously a given. Where do we go? Because we're both saying we don't really particularly like the defensive options. There's issues with minutes for all of them, even the goalkeepers. Um, so if you went triple attack, I suppose, it would be Haaland. Would you be looking to do the Haaland, Alvarez and one midfielder? Is that kind of the route you'd be looking to go down? I mean, you're, I mean that's a hedge, isn't it? That's, that's a natural hedge is Haaland and, um, Haaland and Alvarez is a hedge. Just get both of them. One of them, one the of them definitely got to be there, yeah. Yeah. That's right. So, I mean, if we were doing that, this is the the algorithm there for for City. Okay. Yep. Oh, Gundogan's up there as well, Dan. So it suggests Gundogan, yeah. It suggests Haaland, Gundogan, De Bruyne. Um, So you can go for triple midfield if possible, but I guess that's where the Brighton midfielders, you could switch one of them on the free hit. Yeah, it's not even the minute risk for Alvarez. Look, he's, he's got the similar minutes as everybody else. In fact, De Bruyne's lower on minutes than everybody else. But it's just... it. It's just the fact his form's not there for Alvarez. Yeah, so, that's fair. You know, so I, I think you're looking at the form picks are Haaland, Gundogan, and KDB, without mm-hmm. a doubt. Um, the yes, issue it's is tough for his structure, isn't it? Yeah, it's your structure. That's right. Um, Williams thinking of avoiding completely because whoever he picks from City is going to screw him over completely. That's well, kind of where I'm at with it. But if Rashford is someone I need to sell, I need, like I, I just don't see a world in which, like personally, I'm going to go for Anthony over one of these guys, even if they play one game. Yeah, 
it's tough. Yeah, to I, I forgot. I have to no, go. it's difficult. The only thing is, I just don't. Th- I don't know. I can bring myself to pay, play a like to bring a player like Anthony into my FPL team. I, I might just bring Gundogan in because I yeah, I mean, we'll leave may as well just bring in Gundogan. In. I yeah. feel like he's going to leave in the summer, regardless. At this stage, so it's the same concept I as the David Silver purchase. You bring Gundogan the... in and he's benched, <laughs> yeah, uh, and, no, no. and then he blanks. And then you've just there's been two holes. I mean, the only thing is, is how many players do how many players haul three weeks on the trot, mate? How many? Three games no, in three. No, that's how gambler's many? fallacy there. That's that's like ah, uh, it's true though. That's like flipping the coin. <laughs> it's like it's not going to be any more likely. It's well, it only snows in Vegas once. It was only snowed in Vegas once, right? Well, it snowed in Vegas twice with Gundawan. So I mean, look, I mean, I like Gundawan. I think he's a great pick. I, I'm just, you know, I, I think we have to wait for the. We have to see tomorrow's, um, yeah, the minutes tomorrow. Let's see what happens tomorrow. Uh, God help me, am I bringing Mares in? Fucking hell. (laughs) Game week 37, isn't it? If I don't bring Mares in in game week 37, I'm not playing FPL properly. Yeah, no, I remember last year all too well. (laughs) Yeah, so do I. Could have finished number one if he uh, didn't miss that penalty. I would never have got that far, but I might have been in the top 50. But anyway, there we go. That's life. (laughs) I'd be lucky if I finish in top 100,000 this year. Yeah, it's kind of serious yeah. hammering. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, there we go. So we'll come back to Palace. Uh, Palace. We'll come back to City on the the uh, with the double fixtures further down. Anyway, so we'll, yeah, come back we'll on move on to game. Palace, I guess, because there are still so some Palace Fulham. Right. So I mean, again, let me just switch back to the other to the other um, to the other view um, because I need to put that one up. So uh, Palace Fulham. So point three uh, positive fixture ability and two for defence. Um, for Palace, obviously Fulham the other way around. Um, Palace, are, I mean, Fulham are a funny one, right? I did predict Mitrovic would score, and he did. I, I thought he might. I thought he might come back so pissed off. He's going to, you know what I mean? He's, he's that type of player, isn't he? He's, um, um, I actually brought him in in a draft league. Um, I saw the band was over. He was available on the waiver, and I quickly grabbed hold of him. I was like, "These fixtures look all right." <laughs> I was like, "Why not?" Like, this is Mitrovic still after all. But um, I don't know. I just again, I don't know how I could go there. Like when I would want to be loading up on doublers. Maybe I'm just so biased. No, I'm not right? saying I'm bringing him in. I mean, we could probably swerve them. That we could probably swerve them. I mean, the only thing I would say is Palace have got Forest at home on the last game, last day of the season. I mean, that could be an absolute humdinger, a humdinger. Mm-hmm. Right, because Forest, if Forest need anything, they're going to go all guns blazing for it. Right, if particularly if they need to win, um, and Palace can destroy people at home as well. So that that's the interesting one. But you even look at the fixture difficulty for thirty-eight; it's not too good. It's better for Palace defense. So I guess if you still Palace had defense. like Gahey, I guess anyone who's yeah. still got Marcus Gahey in defense, like you just hold him. Nah, I don't think so. I mean, to be honest, we can probably wipe that and move on to the next fixture, which is Everton was Everton against Wolves. Um, again, are we going to own anyone? Probably Relegation not. Thriller. But lo- last time we skipped a few matchups, I was asked to uh, try and cover yeah, the format. I know, but we can't. Con- we, I mean, we have to. People have to take the information that we have in context, and we we have to try and cover. FPL is the 90% of what we do. We can obviously talk around it. I'm not saying we're not going to talk about the games, but I, I just think we we have to focus I think on for fixtures for fixtures where we're unlikely to have the FPL assets and 
and when we don't have Gabe's tactical lens of it as well. Yeah, it would I mean, be look, remiss Gabe, of us to give you suggestions on which assets. Yeah, I mean, I, I would be completely remiss. There's no point asking me. Um, I can barely work out who plays for the same team half the time. Remember Dawson? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Everton against Wolves. This is interesting. So Everton are away at Wolves, and it doesn't suggest they're going to have a very good time of it. Um, although not terribly. Wolves have been very good at home. What's the Wolf, Wolves' last few home games? When was the last? They've hardly conceded. Ones and two nils. Uh, I don't know if you look at Wolves' history. Um, I'm pretty sure Wolves at home have been completely flying under the radar. You know, Wolves have been fantastic. Um, I know a few people who had the jammy uh, totty goal and clean sheet. I think it was sub on, auto sub on a few weeks back. But um, yeah, no, I, I was very surprised. I don't know if anyone in the chat knows what happened to Jose Sar. So I have him in one of my other kind of fantasy formats I play and I just suddenly saw he wasn't yeah. playing. No, I have no idea. I mean, you know, that would have pissed me off no end. But, uh, you know, if, if all of a sudden he starts, he would probably be in the player I'd have probably gone for it. In fact, That's I was the thinking reason I'll bring him up because I know yeah. he's the kind of player you would like to own, yeah. Yeah, yeah, probably someone like him. But no, Everton's fixture difficulty is not great. The zonals are okay down the middle, but there's no Calvert-Lewin again. He went off again. So, I mean, is he injured? I mean, Yeah, the what is happening with him? He's, they're so much better with him as a focal point. Like, they he are. He adds so much to the team. They are. They are. They've really got nothing much, and I don't think they're going to get much at Wolves, to be honest with you. I mean, what I would I say... I still like Wolves... them for the coming game, though. So the final day in game week 38, what's their data look like for um, a McNeil? Uh, well, that's overall. So uh, they're still negative. If I put this still one back negative. on... Damn. Uh, Everton 38, only 0.4. Look, oh, so it's still not that great, okay? Yeah, but Bournemouth are on the beach. I mean, you've got to fancy them, right? I mean, that you can yeah, that's, that's like if Everton are fighting the for their lives, <laughs> probably put the beach factor in and put another two on that. I would guess. Um, so yeah, I mean, Leicester, Leicester are in deep trouble now, Southampton are down, Leicester are. Probably looking dangerously gone, and I really want Forrest to stay up. I don't want. I don't want to sound like I'm a bit biased here, but (laughs) Forrest are going to have to get something. I think at Palace to stay up. If you ask me, there's some good uh, notes as well here from Matthew on the Everton front in the live chat for the podcast listeners who missed this about Mikelenko's injury and his second and third backup both being injured. Um, he mentions Holgate played there against City, hooked at 50 minutes, abysmal all season, replaced by Cody, who can't play against Wolves. And the key takeaway is avoid McNeil. There's a big risk he'll be playing a far more defensive role, drop deeper, and Gray can fill in at left mid instead. Is that Prick Gray? Is that Prick Gray? Now Prick Gray is back again. Uh, Nick would be very happy. Nick Sugarlips, <laughs> a shout out to him. <laughs> Maybe I'll play that clip at the end of this. Yeah, that, if, if, maybe in game week thirty-eight, you play you play that prick. Send gray. out the season with that prick. Yeah. Gray, um... yeah, maybe we should have to. But but yeah, I mean, look, I mean, there's not a lot going. I I have to say, I even Everton are fighting for the lives. I don't think there's an asset. I mean, if Calvert Lewin was fit, he's your obvious choice, wouldn't he? He would have been. He your would obvious be such choice. a fantastic partner at home to Bournemouth in game week thirty-eight. Exactly. I will go straight there, like I, <laughs> without a doubt. I would move my Newcastle forward straight onto them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, I mean, that's that's the point. There is, I just don't know. If there's any assets really there for us to really be that interested in. That's the problem. Um, 
Leeds against West Ham. Wait, sorry, I'm just laughing because Matthew said keep a lookout for the Mikelenko news, but then the last thing he said was keep a lookout for the news if you're so sick-minded that you want to punt on Dwight McNeil in a double game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I have him in my fan tracks and in a few other games. Um, he scores well in these other formats because you get points for like everything you actually do on the pitch, but... um. In FPL, as you say, maybe with that context you've shared with us, I think he's a hard avoid for me. Um, even in game week 38, I think I'd rather just get the Arsenal player at home against Wolves um, in my midfield oh, that day. I not have an Arsenal player for, for 38, particularly, you know. But, but, you know, again, I think, as, as I said to you in the, the WhatsApp group, right, should be very proud of the season. So I just think, you know, the you got to have that, that lovely send off at the end of the season to celebrate what you've achieved. And it could be, you know, it, you'd like to think that Arsenal have a very nice day against Wolves. In th- you in would th- hope th- so in the home crowd, maybe some players yeah. saying bye yeah. for the you last time. Would. You absolutely would. As much as, as much as Arsenal have been um, the, uh, the, the uh, route to many guffaws over the, over the season or two, you know, I actually have enjoyed watching them. <laughs> been a big change. I know last season, um, all your evil laughter was at their expense, but this season it's been at Tottenham's expense mainly. So that's good to bring you over to the Gunners' side. <laughs> I even go and watch him at the uh, the the uh, uh, there's a there's a bar in Dubai where my mate goes. He's a big Arsenal fan, so I even, there's, it's the Arsenal Supporters Club bar. So I often go and watch Premier when I'm ever in, in Dubai. I normally go there and watch the, watch uh, watch with them. So it's quite fun. Um, every yes. time I go there, they lose. They lost. I went when they lost against. You came with me to watch us against Liverpool the season before last, and <laughs> I remember that was like Jota and Robertson combining for like two 0 as well. I remember that. You're you're a walking oh. Arsenal curse, mate. Yeah, I know. No, there we go. Well, you went for this bloody freebie. It's your fault. Um, Leeds against. We're doing Leeds against West Ham. No, we haven't done Leeds against West Ham. Let's do Leeds against West Ham. Yeah, we do City versus Crystal Palace. Or I yeah, think that's we, the no, they're, you know, they're not even playing Crystal Palace. That's why. Oh, that's why you're skipping. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's just it, that's Fulham. It's just it says it says. It oh, be, it's what you were telling me. The name yeah, is the one there's wrong. A typo. There's a typo there. So anyway, ignore that. So Leicester uh, leads against West Ham. Let's look at that one, um, and let's switch back to this one again so we can see this. So leads against West Ham, minus one point three. Um. For lead attack and minus two point seven for defence. Uh, West Ham, obviously, the other way around. You'll see that down at the bottom, two point seven, one point three. Um, I, I mean, look, I don't think we're going to own any of them. Um, I, I mean, Leeds, Leeds are fighting for the lives here. West Ham are now well and truly beached. Like they're probably going to be like just focused on this European. Um, they are probably going to be focused to on the final, right? They're coming off. They're coming off a. It'll be a Thursday night game, right? Yeah, so they're playing, playing this Thursday. Yeah, the second leg this Thursday. They could be rather tired after. It could be a long night for them. Um, I think we confine the fixture difficulty to the bin to a certain extent. But that said, is it Leeds' last chance to survive? So that it could might be. be the game that they. It might be. They get, um, the, get the win. I mean, they've got uh, in thirty-eight Leeds home to Spurs. Now they can beat Spurs. They'll beat Spurs three <laughs> nil. That's a three. That's three nil at half time for you. 
So, so what about this game though? Everybody. Leeds versus West Ham first. Yeah, they're gonna get. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Leeds can Leeds win two in two and that somehow survive? Do you know what? It's it's Allardyce, isn't it? And you never can tell. I, I, I for the life of me, I don't know how he's made the money he's made, but he just seems to have this habit of just digging people out of the shit, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. He's got a big job on his hands, though. Um, it's going to be a big ask. I, the fixture ability doesn't like Leeds. Uh, nothing likes Leeds, quite frankly. But, of course, uh, the problem we've got right now is that to try and get the get the use the stats to the outcome is even more difficult because of all the other factors the you know the changes in manager the changes in players the uh the priorities of the other teams all these things now are all having a big effect on the outcomes i i, I think this is a gut feel i wouldn't be surprised if leeds don't get something there we go i think it might be a draw yeah no that's not, fair i'm not not quite sure um Leicester Manchester assets, Leicester Man U. this one, yeah, because I don't think we're gonna be Leicester Manchester Leicester Man U, Leicester is it Newcastle? I think it was Newcastle, yeah, New, wasn't it? Yeah, Leicester Newcastle. Why did I say yeah, yeah. Leicester so, Newcastle? Le- Leicester Newcastle. Give me two seconds if you while you read out the FDR, I'm just gonna run and get something. Okay, okay. So Leicester Newcastle, whilst he just disappears. So um Leicester's fixture ability is about neutral for attack. And obviously, big negative. So Newcastle's biggest difficulty, as you can see, four point one. That's super high. Um, so when we are looking at this with respect to the overalls, you can see that where Newcastle's chance is going to come, well, down the centre again. Callum Wilson again. Um, where did I go, Isaac? Um, three point two big chances. 5.7 shots, 12.7 shots in the box, 2.8 headers. Uh, Neymar, I'm just saying, again, why did I go Isaac and not Callum Wilson? Look at this fixture difficulty for Leicester, against Leicester, and look where the chances are, straight down the middle. I've got all this information to hand, and I didn't use it. I'm I think for me, for, for me, it was um, because I knew that I needed this player in game week 37. In my head, I'd convinced myself that like Isaac was more likely to start all three games in a row in one week. So I thought I was actually quite sure Wilson would start both games in the double, but then wouldn't start in 37, which is the only reason I've kind of gone this way. So I'm now nervous, actually, if you can't imagine. I'm actually now wondering, is Isaac going to get benched against Brighton? And is, is Wilson going to be the one to start on his own? So, um, And then, you know, Isaac then gets to 37 games and Wilson's benched in that one, for instance. It's entirely possible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look I mean, look at this one. I mean, 4.1, uh, 4.7 down the middle. Look at the shots in the box. I mean, this just screams Leicester getting relegated. Yeah, I don't. I don't think, um, especially with Newcastle trying to cement the top four yeah. and not wanting anyone to come in and overtake them, um, they, they are definitely going to not let Leicester just kind of get out of this. But yeah. both teams have to see where players like um, Madison turns up. Be interesting to see where he ends up. Um, might be a different, might be an interesting asset to consider for next season in a in a in a different team, uh, providing he stays fit, of course. Which, any which, thoughts for the uh, like the Joe Willock owners? Any new owners of him? I'm guessing you keep him now till the end of the season. 
I think you keep him, yeah. I mean, you certainly keep him against Leicester. You play, you wouldn't take any of your Newcastle assets out against Leicester. Unless it's Botman, would you? Would you I consider selling him out? I could take him out, but I, I mean, look, if I've got a transfer, I've got to make. It's probably for me. It's a Kepper. I've got to. I, I want to try and get a double game weaker, if I can. Um, I mean, I suppose I could sell Botman for someone else, but then you know, and play Raya against. Uh, and play Raya against Spurs and hope hope he gets a few save points, you know? So yeah. I think the, the, the issue is, is where's the upside? A defender or De Gea? It sounds really boring, but that might be. And if I have to take a hit, if Rashford's out, then who? It's not straightforward, is it? No. Any um, So Matthew Kane asks, anything in the zonals to suggest Shaw over Trippier? Headers, if he, if he gets a header. Well, Shaw had, had a better, Shaw had a better um, XGI in the last game. Than yeah, but he's mainly from that. shooting, though, isn't it? It's mainly from shooting. He's he, he's got a bit of a thunder pass. He, he, he does. He does have a lot of, t- but I think he, he goes in for headers too. So he he just tries to shoot however he can. Like it'll be the only thing is Shaw over Trippier. Who's going to deliver the ball? One of the two of them, basically. <laughs> so yeah, one of the two of them is the one doing the delivery normally. Um, yeah. I do. I don't know. I think right now, um, could is there a is there a day is or is there a a scenario you could sell Trippier now? I'd argue there probably is. Yeah, you could. Um, they're basically like, he's got no points, and they haven't kept many clean sheets in like the last ten weeks. Um, but at the same time, you know, he's barely been worth anything to us points wise all season. No, um, it's so fucking boring, man. That's what I mean. The game just feels like half our players. Like I'm looking now, right? The likes of Trippier, Matoma, Rashford, Salah, Isaac, Haaland, even Trent, uh, McAllister now. It's just like there's like two, three players that are different to each other and it's just it's so frustrating. <coughs> I can't wait yeah. for next season, honestly. like It just feels like so frustrating the end of this season. It's, yeah. I think I agree with what you said at the beginning. It's kind of like Excited to just kind of go into next year and hopefully there's some changes to spice up the game a bit. Yeah, I hope so. Might be able to get some new. I might even be able to make some new metrics and things like what that. What are your thoughts and... on obviously people who don't have like say a Man United defender and um, ballroom jam asks about Trippier out for sure in 37. I, I think I that, that's something like I would that. really. I like, like that. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's yeah. maybe. But I own Shaw already, so Same. again, if I was taking Trippier out, who would I take him out for? But that's yeah, the only Robertson. move I'd want Robertson? to be. I don't know. I guess I, I wouldn't go there, yeah, because no. I think I'd still prefer short and pay less, yeah. yeah. And I think this I is mean, similar to what Rob asked. Rob Jones asked about Trippier to Shaw as well, and is it time to sell Trippier? So this is the problem. I mean, we can have a look at that. We'll have a look at that. Serve that question. What we'll do is we'll have a look at the defensive um algorithm. We'll look at pull the algorithm out for defense in a bit later on, and we'll have a look. But as to who it is, it doesn't cover too much, but it'll give us an indication. Um, I, I think the issue is is that the downside of selling Trippier is the EO against you, right? And if you're trying but to make gains in the last two weeks, I guess if you think that the person you're buying will get more points than him in those two weeks, this is your like one last chance saloon to just throw that dice and see what happens, right? So where would you go 
if you were looking at this, where would you go? Let's look at this slide. So, in fact, we'll tell you what we'll do is we'll look at this one and go to the next slide across. Let's look at that one. That's better. So where would you go if you were going for defence? The standout. Yes, yeah, really, it is just Man United or Crystal Palace. Yeah. City is not, like, it's 1.9. It's not great, but it's still one of the best in the... But then you've got caveats of, then you've got caveats of Palace playing Forest, who are probably going to be fighting for the life. City probably having wrapped up the league and like focusing on the other cups. Arsenal's 2.1, but like, are they gonna keep clean sheets? Who knows? I doubt it. And, uh, and, the, and the other thing, remember this, and I mean, it's something we'd have to check, but I'm sure there's someone we don't have st statisticians like Big Man to be able to do his, do his work for him. But, um, how many clean sheets are actually kept in game week 38? Not many. I'd love to see that number for the last like five to ten seasons. I don't think it's many, and that's my gut feeling. It's normally a very high-scoring week. Um, I don't think there's many clean sheets in the last game of the season. I maybe, do you know what? I might hold Trippier unless you ha unless you've got an option to go to Shaw. I don't know. There's a I don't know. There's a decent option. I think yeah. I, I think that's that'll be my conclusion. It's kind of like Shaw or bust with that position. Um. Yeah, but oh, Newcastle, on the other hand, I mean, if you're own Callum Wilson, you're you're laughing. If you're own yes. Isak, don't panic. But uh, if you own Botman, fucking hell. Yeah, I um, think this Leicester game from an attacking point of view is a fantastic game still. And I'd be happy as a non-free hitter to still field them, um, you know, instead of a double game weaker, for example. And one of my alternatives before the Rashford injury news was if I was in a luxury position, I could have done like a Chelsea striker. So that was kind of my sexy punt, like going Isaac to like a Chelsea striker for the double. But I, I just can't do that to myself. I don't think I don't think I can do that. Marshall's still on the menu. Um, I guess he's there, but with the Rashford fire potentially, um, I guess midfield is where I'm gonna have to focus my move. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think that's the only other option. Well, okay. So that's Newcastle then. Uh, right, so we need to jump into the doubles. Now, uh, uh, we need to jump into the doubles then. So what we're looking at now, Brighton against Manchester City. That's a nice one. So Brighton, Man City. Uh, let's have it again, put this back on the screen so I can see the screen a little bit better because I can't, I can't focus on anything today because I'm, I'm virtually blind. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> 1.7 fixture difficulty for Manchester City away for attack and minus 1.2 for defence. Suggests goals to me. I, I don't think this is a... I, I've got a funny feeling that Brighton are going to have a real go. And if anybody can get something, it's Brighton. But I think City will have too much. What's your perspective of this? I, I, I'm looking for like Brighton to score like two goals here, I reckon. Oh, I think yeah, it's going to be like a 2-2 or like a 3-2 City, 3-2 Brighton. Yeah. Uh, as a neutral, like I think this could be the best game of the double, like, just yeah. in terms of sheer excitement and just from an entertainment point of view. Interesting enough, Brighton's central matchup looks quite good. Look, mm. oh. so if you can get that Enciso call or the Ferguson call, if you can get that right this week, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, 
Thumbs up. Manchester City twice and Brighton. Talk about, oh, I must have really fucked this up. <laughs> 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 I, it's just one of those things. I, I mean, I was rushing to do it yesterday, but anyway, not to worry. Um, on the yeah, there's nothing much on shots in box. Nine point three against Manchester City. Nine point three. Have we ever seen anything like that? I, I don't think so. It's quite. I tell you what, they've been a breath of fresh air, haven't they? I'm very, I'm, I really like them. I really like them a lot. I do hope um, they manage to hold on to um, to the manager, De Zerbi, this summer. And I think that'll be yeah. a key part of what goes into next season. Yeah. And to be honest, Brighton's 38 is not bad. 1.6 against 1.6, 1. 1.1 1. 1. 1. 1. Um, for Aston Villa away. So even away, and Aston Villa at home have been pretty good, much to my, one of the, I just looked at one of my my works mini league the other day, and I've been beaten by an intern at work. Wow. Thankfully, he's not there next year. <laughs> Kicked him out, man. Yeah. Yeah. I did say to someone, "I said oh, that's good news. He's not there next year." <laughs> um, the thing is, is that do you know what? Do you know what? Which players actually done for me? Tyron Mings. Oh, really? He's had Mings. He's had two or three hauls from and Mings. He, he's got huge Mings. He had like eight weeks in a row of just hauling. Yeah. And I'm guessing he's you had just... no Villa cover in those weeks. No, none. He's like 100 points. He's like 90 points clear of me. I'm like, what the hell? Where the hell's that happened? But but yeah, so there we go. So that's Brighton anyway. So uh, yeah, I mean, look, um, I think Manchester City um, clearly can score. I think Brighton clearly can score. I think the issue is, is that where are we going to actually, um, w- which players are we actually going to pick here? Um, I think that's the key challenge. Nima, I think Manchester City, we don't know about the rotation. Brighton, we don't know about the forward. Yeah, Quite compl- so, so now Salah in the chat, Salah the Samurai are saying, and Sisso picked up a knock, didn't so he? So if yeah. that's the case, does it play for Ferguson? And then we talked about Undov being there, Welbeck being there. Um I think maybe. I mean, look, I'm not a Brighton, uh, you know, I, you know, I'm not a Brighton fan by any means, but you know, I, I do, I, I, I keep an eye on them now, given the fact that um, they were so gracious with us when we played them in the cup. Um, the one thing I would say is that Ferguson, I think, might be above um, under under um, under in the yeah, uh, pecking order. So, so if that's the case, it's probably under. The the issue is is what about Welbeck? What about Welbeck? I think I should be back. I think I disappeared. For yeah, a you could just very briefly. But what about Welbeck? Yes, yeah, so I think just him being there as well that kind of concerns me a bit. I think if I had, to, if I was on the free here, I think my ideal free players, and it's very boring, would still be probably just Mitoma, McAllister, and Estupinian. I think I think those are the free I'd. Field and a free hit this week, to be honest with you. Is that would you not field one of McAllister and Matoma for a forward? Would it sorry, would it what? Would you bench like or would you not have one of Matoma or McAllister to have a forward this week on a free hit? I just don't see it for me. I just think no. the free, you know, the two mids no. and the one defender. And I've got three already because I've got a stupid Indian. So, I mean, you know, from that side of things, I can't do much anyway. So, I'm buggered. So, but I mean, it's worth it, it's worth a look. Um, that's a better slide. You can actually see the numbers now. So yeah, we should, we should do final doubles on here because they're clearer than the. Yeah, that's right. So we use that. Um, yeah. So the final. So there we go. So that's the key there. Um, Chelsea, right? The next one. Um, Manchester United against Chelsea. 
2.9, 2.5 for Manchester United. Happy days. There's your Luke Shaw points, if you ask me. Um, and left zone, look, 4.4. There's your Luke, there's Luke Shaw for you. Uh, centre four, right, 3.7. Not so many big chances, but plenty of shots in the box expected. Um, I really like Manchester United against Chelsea. I really like them. I think um, this is where the Bruno captaincy I was talking about earlier. Yeah. It, it does appeal to me as someone who, if Rashford was out and, you know, if I was worried about just wanting to go against the grain to take a final punt, that could be something I did. But um, I, I don't know, man. Um, I think with Bruno, we saw it in the last game as well. Obviously, he got the assist right to death. But before that, he um, he was assisting the assister. And I feel like he's been playing that deeper role really well. And like, there's been games where he's obviously building up in the first phase of the build-up, and he's so key to everything they're doing. That's good, but it doesn't necessarily translate to FPL points. But in no. other formats, it would be worth points. And, and remember when he returned came, it came in the 96th minute. That's what I mean. Yeah. So when the assist finally did come, it was it was really at the death of it. Um, it was. It was I still right don't feel death. great I mean, about the decision. Another blank. And another unlucky Bruno Blank. I've got to be honest with you. I'm I'm really struggling with Manchester United with which one. I mean, I mean Martial's the obvious. Martial might be the more obvious move actually, in some senses. I'm just having a look. So I could, for example, um, yeah. The problem is, I've got a three-five-two, so I'd have to do. Yeah, that. yeah, I'm the same. I'm hitting. I'm hitting so to, to bring, bring in Marshall. I'd have is it to worth bringing him in? Hit. Yeah, it's not. It's not I might just it. do the double defense and go and hope that Chelsea don't score. Imagine you've got a clean sheet against both Bournemouth and Chelsea. You'll be laughing yeah. with the double defense. That might be a better option. It might be, and at least it's double game week. And then you know, again, if we look at um, game week thirty-eight. Oh, Manchester United's defence over the you know for the for the fixtureability for the running three point two. So, I mean, if I am going double, in double rest if I am fixture. going in double defence for the running, maybe that's the better option. Maybe De Gea is the better option. Maybe it's a really boring transfer this week. Uh, if Rashford plays, fine. If he doesn't, okay. Rely on the bench, and which would probably be Botman sat first bench against Leicester. Um. It's not the end of the world, is it? No, I think um, someone was asking their question was if they free hit this week. I think they were asking about the triple United defence I mentioned to you, so that's probably a good time to cover that question now. Um, is that a okay. punt you would take on a free hit, having like De Gea, Shaw and another United defender? So if we were talking about, def uh, if we're just talking about, let me just try and unfilter this. And let me look for the defenders. You go way down before you start getting to defenders. Um, They're so far down the uh, the points table in the algo. There, and I think is what's happening to uh, uh, Dalot. Is he? Yeah, that obviously. He, I think he's also a bit of a risk. Um, that's the. I guess my question is, who would be your third defender from United? Because 
Who would be my third defender from United? No, no, that's my question to the people in the chat um, who were asking about the triple United defence. I'm just... Yeah, so I think it was Tricky. That This is I found the question from Tricky MF. So the first part was, would you free hit in 37 or 38? They already have De Bruyne and Rashford and they feel like those two might be ready to play in 38. So why not free hit in 37 and then maybe just go double or triple United defence now and then get back De Bruyne and Rashford in game week 38 after the free hit? It's a differential. It's a bit of a risk. You've got to think how much are Bournemouth on the beach. That's the thing. That's the key for me here. It is, isn't it? Because to be honest with you, I don't dislike it because I think you've got a good shout at a clean sheet with the second game. It's a double for me. I would go for the De Gea. Yeah, I think treble seems a bit bit too far. The issue... I'm just trying to think who is Varane's back now, isn't he? Yeah, is that's he... true. You could go there, but I guess the question again is like, how many minutes are they going to give him in every game? Because exactly. up for the cup final after coming back from injury, I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Very tough. Very tough. I mean, <laughs> the trouble is, none of us are really experts on Manchester United, are we? That's the key. I mean, you can see from the numbers that Manchester, you, you need. I, I've no, I've no option and no problem with double or trebling up with Manchester United on the running. None. It's just who is the third we're it's asking, which, I guess. It's just with three. Yeah, that's, so that's, I mean, look, uh, if, if we're just talking about the running now, you can. I've highlighted this, and so who I've highlighted Arsenal attack. For me, I think that is Odegaard. Yeah, no, I think I'm. I'm looking at that game with 38 move. Um, for the Arsenal attacker, you see, I might think, do it. I'm. I might. Are you I, looking that, to maybe go early? I might look at doing it. Is because you don't. You don't want Anthony from United. You don't want no. um, a City mid. You don't want to risk the minute. You just want to go straight for the Arsenal player. Yeah. Uh, so you've got Brighton, obviously, attack over defense, significantly attack over defense. I don't think I'm bringing a Brighton defender in now. Um, Manchester United significantly attack over defense, but defense is still very good and, in fact, best. Second best behind Palace, and you ain't going there. Um, mm. Liverpool attack, not defence. I wouldn't bring Trent in now. I wouldn't sell him. Uh, Manchester City attack over defence. Defence, unless you're going for Edison, who who the hell would you go for? Um, attack, which two or three? And Newcastle attack. There we go. Then you've got a little bit for Harry Kane as well probably sat there so that's basically where we are the template looking this Nima looks as strong as hell it does um and I guess just in the chat as well people talking about Lindelof's been picking up the bones recently from Travis McKill um completes lots of passes doesn't look like scoring um Seahunt Shaw Varane Lindelof as a triple up a lot of shouts for Lindelof from Nehal um, and Assad yeah. as well and then Rob says I reckon Dallow will get one game Safe pick, sure. De Gea, Lindelof. So it seems, yeah, I think Varane's definitely the riskier pick. So I think if you did go triple, De Gea, sure, Lindelof seems to be the common consensus. But for me personally, I'd still be looking at De Gea, sure, and Bruno. I think. Yeah, I think De Gea seems very obvious to me uh, to to give myself a double game week keeper um, and set myself up for the last game of the season. Mm. Mm, Yeah, that makes sense. The only problem is it's just boring. And I'm bored. That's how really this season bored. has felt, isn't it? And I think there's a question as well, which we'll ask uh, for William asked about, does the template get stronger 
season by season or is it just recency bias? What do you think about I, that? I actually think it's there's more knowledge now. I think people people are more engaged. The people who are still playing now are very engaged. Everyone's mm-hmm. in at the start of the season. You know, there's a lot of divergence because there's a lot of players who you know have a quick have a bit of a dabble at it, but then lose lose patience, things slow down, and then then get done by Callum Wilson or Maris or someone like that, and then go fuck this stupid game and throw it in the bin and delete the app. <laughs> but I I think the the amount of information out there now and the amount of the people who are engaged, the people who we talk to on here, the people who uh, are watching Ross and you know Harry and all the gang and listening to Tom and uh, Brandon, etc. You know what I mean? There's a lot of info out there, and I I, I think it just there is a bit of a herd mentality. I, I just wish. In some senses, the game gave us options to be more uh, not maverick. I think maverick's the wrong word, but I think if the game gave us the option to be different, then it would be a better game. I don't know about you. Yeah, I think it comes out to pricing as well. So I'd say if we were playing in like the season that Leicester City won the title, you know, every team would have kind of like Mares and. Um... Jamie Vardy and a Leicester defender and those three would start every week and they'd all be 100% EO and then like they're all so cheap and affordable that you can then fit in loads of big hitters around them so then everyone has all the big hitters too and so I think there's just some seasons there's ebbs and flows and this season particularly with kind of the you know the way it's fallen the cancellations that happened earlier in the season with the Queen's passing um, there's been a lot more doubles than we would expect I think next year it seems like only the cups are realistically going to cause any major issues. Um, and according well, to Ben Crellin, so. yeah. So according to Ben Crellin, he reckons the only kind of like large double game week might even be double game week thirty-seven next year, and the the only other ones would be quite small. So this is obviously a disclaimer, unless anything crazy happens again. But that will hopefully mean that that combination of less double game weeks and also having a bit more of a pricing that's accurate would help. I think they've released very early this year for a big marketing push to get more signups. You know, that over 2 million more registrants from 9 million up to 11 million. So hopefully if they do release early this year to get kind of the marketing push out, they don't criminally underprice a lot of assets that makes it too easy for all the teams to just have them. And I do feel some exciting things are to come. Um, I have no idea what it is that Focal alluded to earlier, uh, obviously, in terms well, of said, some changes. He said, oh, you know, since chips, the best, the biggest thing the since biggest chips, something's chips, cooking. Yeah. Something's cooking in FPL towers. The biggest thing since chips. So I replied with wedges. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it, man! Should we uh, play the captaincy jingle and uh, we'll get the captaincy metric up, and then we'll answer some Q and A. Yeah, answer a few questions. Cool. Let's get the metric up. There we go. Surprise, surprise. It is a surprise, but you know what? There's caveats, isn't there? Because what about these minutes? I mean, this is it. Basically, you have four Manchester City assets sat at the top of the metric. You've got Haaland, you've got KDB with a minute's risk, but maybe not a minute's risk because he's had a rest. Gundogan and Mares. There's your four. Ticky pick. 
Fernandez does sneak in as the kind of the he does. Fernandez sneaks in, but look, he hasn't had a haul. There's only three players on that list who haven't had a haul: Fernandez, McAllister, and Mitoma. And that would be no three of them. Fuck it, I own two of the three. Uh... <laughs> so anyway, look, I mean, look, Harland. I, I think, look, the if De Bruyne's minutes is the same as Harland, De Bruyne jumps over Harland. There we go. I'll tell you that now. Or very, very close. I hope De Bruyne is this. actually, if you think De Bruyne's going to play more minutes than Harland, or the same minutes as Harland, you could consider going against Harland if you, if you own him at least. That wouldn't be the worst thing to do. I don't know about you. That might. Do you know what? Oddly enough, this might be the week to go against him, depending if things if things play out the way that things could play out. Maybe. I mean, tomorrow makes a massive difference. For me, I yeah. think it does. I think there could be a bit of a bandwagon start to appear to go against Haaland from tomorrow. At the moment, if I've seen a few they... polls. Yeah, I've seen a few polls, and the polls I saw on people's Twitter accounts, like I think it was running at about 70% saying they're going to captain Haaland so far. So keep an eye on that number and see if it's still 70% yeah, on Friday. With all honesty, right? With all honesty, right? What would need to happen? So... City have to get to the Champions League final. Point one, right? That's essential for this for the for this resting to start happening. I think Pep's going to go. I don't want to get anyone. Crip- you know, the league's virtually won, isn't it? The league the league's virtually won now. So, if we look at it like this, what will we not know before the deadline? What so we'll know? We what won't we'll know whether we won't know Arsenal Forest result. We won't know the Arsenal Forest because if we knew that, then we'd know how the Chelsea game will be approached. Let alone the next game. But to be honest, have they? I mean, you know better than me. You probably look at the league the league table every. Well, maybe not looking at the league table anymore, but um, you would be looking at the league table a lot, and I haven't. So obviously, they can win the league if they play. If if Arsenal drop points, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much they win the league yeah. if Arsenal lose. But if Arsenal game. don't drop points. But then they win the league if they win against Chelsea. So it's like even before the second game of the double, they still win the league. But surely they've got enough to get past Chelsea. Haaland's minutes are going to be managed one way. Surely he'd be rested in the following game, not the yeah. Chelsea game, right? This is the thing, isn't it? Oh, God. So I think he could starts all down. of the final games for what it's worth. I do think he starts all yeah. three of the final so do you games. Think, so where are you with minutes then? Where are you with minutes? So do you think Captain the Bronze minutes are going to be moment. the same? Do you think De Bruyne's minutes are going to be the same? It's going to take him very close to Haaland on this captaincy metric, by the way. Very close indeed. Well, as soon as you take his minutes. I think yeah. De Bruyne's minutes will be higher up. Um, although he doesn't seem so afraid to just rest De Bruyne and play Alvarez right now. And I, I would argue that Haaland at 22, has he needs less resting than De Bruyne. He's like their premium champagne De Bruyne and... If there's anyone you'd want to be wrapping in cotton wool, I, I argue it's maybe him. So does De so if De Bruyne plays, does that mean Gundogan won't? There's a possibility that that's... I think Gundogan only starts one of the two as well. This is, this is where it gets really tricky with if Rashford's out and you're going to go buy a City mid. Normally, I like to look at a captaincy metric, even if I'm not going to captain those players as options for transfers in that week because they're like the highest upside for hauling. Uh, so in here, you would argue that someone like De Bruyne or Gundogan or Mares, even Grealish, they're all fantastic options to bring in for Rashford if Rashford's out. 
And funnily yeah, enough, the only, the only Anthony's... Foden. He's not even on the fucking yeah, list. Yeah, I was going to say, so Anthony and Foden don't appear on the list. So Anthony's just... Is it that he's not here because he just doesn't make it up the list? Because obviously Bruno's quite high up. Anthony's so... not on the list. I refuse to put him on. Okay, fine. I just wanted to make that in case anyone's looking to buy Foden is Foden is on the list. He's just not on the screen. He just doesn't make it, yeah. He doesn't make the cut. So, I mean, you're looking very, very clearly at, you know... I mean, Haaland is the safest pick, but do you know what? I, I'm not going to be good. I, I don't own KDB. If I own KDB and Haaland, there could be a little devil sat on my shoulder just pecking, right? How, how about this? So Matthew makes a good point. He says De Bruyne on those numbers with only 77 minutes expected is Salah to De Bruyne for a hit, blindingly obvious. So I'm just looking at my team. Before the Rashford injury, my transfer was just... Salah to De Bruyne this week and then it was the idea that Salah's home against Southampton on the last day and like yeah, Liverpool might be moving him back yeah that's something Liverpool back. might be trying to get into the Champions League and I don't even know if De Bruyne is going to start these games so and then the Rashford injury happened and obviously Rashford all the way up to De Bruyne isn't going to be possible for me if I'm keeping Salah I don't think so that's where it gets a bit tricky um if you don't like if you're happy to keep Rashford like I'm looking if Rashford don't play and I sell Salah for De Bruyne. I have to like get Botman off the bench or something. So I'm not really looking for Botman off the bench instead of Rashford just to buy De Bruyne. Um, so it's difficult. I think the presses will make a big difference. If I hear Rashford's fit and I'm pretty confident he starts both games, then I think, Matthew, that's where the I just maybe the punt for Salah to KDB becomes hot for me because there'll be some people who have a City defender, you know, they bought Alvarez a few weeks ago or they already have a midfielder they want, which isn't De Bruyne. They have like a Mares or a Foden or a Grealish. And I think for us, Matthew, in that scenario, KDB could be a differential to see out the season. Um, and that, that scenario for me is that Rashford is fit and that I can move to De Bruyne, whereas other people can't do it. Because that's the other thing you've got to be careful of with these narratives you're seeing. Like um, a lot of people saying they can't, like they don't want to condone the Salah to KDB move. They already got triple city, I think, because they've got the defender, they've yeah, got the exactly. midfielder, they've got the tracker. Oh, so it's very easy to like build a narrative against an asset when you can't get there, right? I mean, the thing is, it's, it's um, I mean, Liverpool have now, and Salah has a still missed a bloody sitter, didn't he? At the end, yeah, still the Liverpool do look much better, but I think they're a different beast, they do at look home. much better, and they're a different beast at home, and they are at home. And they've got two home games now. In a row, in yeah. Southampton, last game of the season. And quite frankly, that could be a cricket score. Yeah, I just thought it's too tough. Like, with the minutes... Can you go to KDB and back to Salah? Is is it worth... Is it worth two moves? The point, is it worth the, the cost of those potential transfers? Plus the fact, you know, God help you, you've got some other shite on the bench like I have. You know... You, <laughs> And you end up, you know, you or you end up with a flag and you end up taking a minus eight going into game week 38. You know, I mean, I don't know if it's worth it. I think I'm just probably just going to play Salah and look for someone else. Yep, no, that's fair. Let me, um, I'm just starting yeah. questions in the chat to cover when we get there. Let's uh, thank the haulers real quick and um, we'll go to the questions Oops, we have. Sorry, go back to it, put it back on the screen. Oh, it's just uh, the two of us at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, so thank you to our super haulers on YouTube. We have FPL Robbie, Greenback Golf, Daddy Bot, Tahar, and Harbour Boy. Haulers on YouTube, Dread FPL, FPL Craig, Podner, Kevin Rose, Sea Hunt, FPL Mike Halpin, Doni FPL, Oscar Arias, William, FPL Teacher, 
Blonde, S. Scottism, FF Casuals Pod, Tom Gorsuch, Davinja Raj, Lindsay, FPL DG Boy, Akshay, Dom, Claire, Catherine, Salah the Samurai, Antonis, Harry Not Kane, Neil, Sebastian Koo, Benjamin Lockwood, and our Patreons, Elron, Lucy and Gan, and FPL California. If you do want to support the channel, um, consider becoming a member as well. You can get access to all the data. Um, I've been told Gabe's NetXG data that wasn't on the show today is in the Discord server for those who are supporters either on YouTube as a member or Patreon if you're a podcast listener. Other than that, if you enjoyed the episode, do hit that like button. It really helps us out. And get your questions in for the Q&A at the end of the show. So I'm just going to pull up some of the starting questions that we've had throughout the night. And we will cover those as we go, but do get some final questions in. So fair enough. Tr- Tricky MF asked about anyone for Reese Nelson in game week 38. Uh, you answer that one. He's, he's leaving, isn't he? Are they going to get yeah, him I, I think, yeah, I don't think he's going to accept a new contract. Um, not for me. I wouldn't go there. I'd still get Odegaard or Jesus, or I'd be looking at something like Saka or Martinelli if he's fit. I think I just prioritize those assets um, if you can get there. We have. There's just more of a thought. So William says Leicester going down is sad for FPL, I think. Had so many fun players over the season. But the players moved somewhere else. It's, <laughs> yeah, You know what I mean? I mean, you've got um, Burnley coming back. We've got Burnley and Sheffield United coming back up. We're probably... Do you know what? We could have Luton coming up. Do you see Luton beat uh, Sunderland? 2-0. Uh, 2-0. Uh, so they've gone through, through 3-2 on aggregate. So Luton are in the final. They'll play... Um, who is it, Middlesbrough or who are they playing? Oh, um, oh Coventry, Middlesbrough, Coventry City, Middlesbrough or Coventry. So that'd be interesting. Well, at least I have a new team in there, or maybe otherwise, Middlesbrough come up, that'll be boring, won't it? But yeah, I, I mean, the players just go somewhere else. But you're going to go to Luton and go walk through someone's backyard, walk through someone's house to get into the ground. I might do. I might do. I know from FPL Juice, Ash is a Luton man, so maybe he can give us a yeah. tour. They were in the same um, league as Grimsby about seven or eight years ago. Seven or eight. The, Seriously, ridiculous. We, I was down there a couple of times. Um, right. Yeah, they're playing Coventry. So um, we got these questions here. So Rob, we said we'll bring this one back. We covered it earlier. So Trippier to Shaw. I think I would probably do it at this stage. Yeah. I will say I do have Trippier and I will keep him, but that's because I already have Shaw as well. Um, what else do we have here? We have Matthew's question about, I have Foden, I have Haaland, free Brighton and Newcastle, no Man United players. I'm thinking Martinelli to Bruno Fernandes, Trent to Varane, 0.1 million short of Shaw for a hit, or Salah straight to Bruno for no hit, Anthony also tempting. So it's basically Salah to Bruno, no hit, or Martinelli to Bruno and Trent downgrade for a hit. <coughs> I think I'd prefer Martinelli to Anthony no hit in that scenario than downgrading Trent to Varane. Downgrade Trent, yeah. I mean, Trent can, quite honestly, in the next two game weeks, he's probably going to may well outscore a double game week. I think for me, it's Salah straight to Bruno or Martinelli to Anthony. Um, I think that's the way I'd be looking at that one yeah. there. Um, I think I'd be avoiding the hit ideally this close to the end of the season. Um if it was for sure, the more kind of nailed guaranteed minutes would make me feel maybe more confident of that hit. And the, the fact that you're just short. Yeah, the fact that you're just short, yeah. Because I'm not confident of Varane getting the starts um, 
just coming back from injury in that. And to agree. We have Travis McKill asks, if Man United don't have anything to play for in game week 38, who do you see them resting against Fulham? They play on the 25th of May, 28th of May, and then the cup final on June 3rd. Ooh, so I, I think Liverpool are going to push them to the last day, as will Brighton. I think Liverpool and Brighton are going to push for whichever one of Newcastle or Man United slip up in the next few games, which I think the top four is locked, but I think that pressure is going to be on them right until the death. So I'm not expecting that resting scenario to unfold, hopefully, for our FPL teams at least, uh, hopefully. Um, if they were going to rest people, who would you say? I think that's where like the Varane resting maybe makes sense and that kind of the situation. Well, I mean, if they're going to rest anyone, I would say, given the fact he's just coming back for, to fitness, I would say it'd be Rashford. Yeah, Rashford as well. So uh, that's why, again, he's someone I'm more concerned yeah. about even keeping. Yeah, I think if anyone's going to rest, it's probably going to be Rashford. Yes, yeah, so he's that key to him. them. He's that key to them for the cup. And, you know, they want to win that cup final, right? So is that key? I think if there's any doubt or, you know, if they're, they're bringing him back in or at least, you know, I think it's probably Rashford. Yep, cool. Um, I'm just seeing some of these questions I've commented on. I've realised they're not actually questions. They're just bloody comments that I started randomly throughout the show. That's all right. It's fine. So uh, Asad Ali asks, thoughts on Rodrigo for the metrics against West Ham? So the Leeds versus West Ham game. What are your thoughts on a Rodrigo punt from Leeds? I I don't think the Leeds numbers, even though they're fighting for their lives, it didn't really... You didn't seem no, too impressed by them, um, did you? No, hang on a minute. Let's try. I'm just checking for any questions. No, there's Discord. nothing there. No, there's nothing there. I mean, this is that you're in absolute punt territory. You're you're in punt territory, and you're in Sam Allardyce territory. Yeah. Right. Have Leeds been good away from home this season? No. Have West? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They haven't. Yeah, I wouldn't be going there personally. I've, that. No. I still think the Palace midfield is a more exciting option. Yeah, I think you're probably two. right. Yeah. Um, so we got some questions from the Discord as well, from the haulers who are supporters on YouTube. So Don Black Dragon asks, Alvarez, hold or sell for game week 37? Apart from X minutes factor, do you see him filling in for Holland? I think if you have Alvarez now, he's a straight hold, hold for me. Yeah. You're going to hold him and you're going to play him. Definitely. Um, Game week 37, is Bruno a must if Rashford is out for the doubles? Any other United attackers? Personally, if money's no problem, I'd rather Bruno over Anthony. But if money is a problem and it takes too many hits and restructuring, then... Anthony, God. I would still rather just... Are we really talking about Anthony as an FPL option? Fucking hell, we are desperate, man. No, I won't go for him personally. Um, Like He has looked better in recent months and... He's shown a lot more than Sancho has well, shown. Well, I bloody hope so, because he was shit before. I, I mean, yeah. Christ. Wanna... Well, well, I just feel like he slows down the attack as soon as he normally gets it down the wing, but he has been better, and he's keeping the ball, he's getting it forward fast. But I, I, I just feel he's incredibly one-footed, and um, I don't really want him, but with the fixtures for United, with the fight for top four, like... I think everyone's talking about him, but it's just one of those moves where, like, I would still take a City player playing one game over uh, him I personally. Reckon, I tend to agree with you. I, I think, in but fact, I think Bruno in over fact, you know what? I think I'd more likely go. Uh, this is the reason why, and God help me, this is the reason why I'm more keen, I'm keener on Martial. Mm. Probably because I'm that, that switched off the fact that it's Anthony. The trouble is, is that you're going to have to take a hit. You'd have to leave Rashford or and hope, you know, or, or take a hit. 
You know what I mean? And that's to me, I'm thinking the double defence is a better route because of the goalkeeper and the double defence because I've got a Kepa problem to get rid of. Yeah, but I think in that scenario, it will still be Bruno. Um, yeah, I mean, no, I'd look, I don't dislike Bruno over at Anthony. all. Over Anthony. I just don't. I mean, Bruno over Anthony, a million. I guess they're completely different price points. But Tra- Travis asks, he he says, well, he says even that he's yeah, I, I agree with him. Before I, I agree with him, yeah. Definitely. And William's going to clip this because he's feeling confident about his Anthony punt. So we'll see. I mean, fine. I, hope the last I, I genuinely hope I'm wrong. Um, but <laughs> honestly, there's nothing There's nothing jumps out off the page at me to tell me that he's going to haul. No. Cool. So I've got Sebastian's question from the Discord now. So planning to do a minus 12 hit. Should I sell Trippier or Botman to Shaw? So that's the first move. Grealish to Bruno Fernandez, Watkins to Enciso. And then Kepa to De Gea. Raya is my goalkeeper on the bench. So he has a similar situation to you, Mariner, with Kepa and Raya as a double there. So one of the hits, I assume, is Kepa to De Gea. Let's say that's a minus four. Um, the other minus four, Watkins to Enciso. That's, and then a minus 12 part is Greedish to Bruno. Um, so the, I guess you're going to... 12. It seems very excessive. Um De Gea, okay, so you get De Gea for three games. I think that minus four in isolation, like, it's okay if they keep a clean sheet, but even then you're like, the gain isn't much, I don't think. Because, um, I like, I know Raya's fixtures aren't great, but I think I'd rather just, I don't know. Raya, like, at, just least get save points. Raya at least gets some save points, right? You'd expect two or three, uh, three or four points in both games, I would guess. Right. It, w- it would be a differential, like, obviously, like, De Gea is the safer play, but I just think I, I would prioritize your hits, Sebastian. Like I just think there's quite a few of them. Um, I mean, the Botman to Shaw, that sounds I like that. Yeah, like Botman to Shaw, if you can afford that. I'm assuming you can't then afford Grealish to Bruno without Watkins to Enciso. So I think if you can leave the goalkeeper part out of this, I don't mind the minus eight for like Botman to Shaw, Grealish to Bruno, Watkins to Enciso or Ferguson. I think that's all right, but I guess it depends on like, are there any mini leagues where like you're like a certain number of points behind and, you know, this minus 12 could be the difference between kind of finishing the mini league in the position you want or dropping so, ranks. So it's kind of, you've got to make a priority now. You hit just recently, don't half eat your rank as well. It really that minus twelve will hurt. If all yeah. the people are not, if all the people are not hitting, I mean, the only time I've ever took, I've taken, the only time I've taken a minus eight this season and, and everybody else was taking hits. So I was like, oh, I'm not quite so worried about it. It's yeah, my minus eight felt like a minus My minus eight felt yeah. like a minus four, but I don't think people are going to be taking I don't think there's going to be many hits this week. No. Yeah, so not for me personally. But if you were going to do some of those moves, I think the goalkeeper... I mean, single I game weaker for double game weaker. I'm over. Double game weaker to a double game weaker? Grealish too. Yeah, like Grealish could easily play both. Imagine. Yeah, exactly. There's that's not so straightforward, right? And then if you don't need the money for you know Grealish to Bruno, do you then need Watkins to Enciso to fund it? So then maybe the two moves you do are Botman to Shaw and Kepa to the Hay are minus four, and yeah. that's it. You just get two United yeah. defenders, and that's yeah. the route you go, and you yeah. don't go for United attacker. Yeah. I think so. A, I think I so. think wait for the presser. There's a lot of news because I don't know if you own Rashford as well. If you've sold him already, for example, like if you seems, own Rashford and you're talking about this, it minus seems four. strange to be talking about taking a hit for defenders. But if you think about it, that those, if it pays off, the differential is going to be very significant. If I think so, because even now, like I'm looking at De Gea, 
and sure that like Shaw's got about twenty eight percent ownership where I am. So combined, is relatively low, low, I guess. I mean, the people, the amount of people who own De Gea and Shaw. I wonder what Manchester United's combined EO is for for defense. I would imagine it's fairly low. Yeah. So last question from the Discord from FPL Hunt. Start one of these: uh, Dallo, Martinelli, Isaac, or Wilson. <laughs> I assume Isaac or Wilson means that. Like I assume that like he, either <laughs> as in like he only has one of the two, not both. So because because it's like Dallo, comma Martinelli, comma Isaac, and then it's got like a forward slash Wilson. I so mean, let us know, let us know live chat if you're still From here. What please. we know right now, it does snow fairly regularly in in uh, well, I don't <laughs> in Las Vegas, and and look, let's face it, I think Wilson's the pick right yeah. now. But, I think but does he have Wilson? That's my question for FPL yeah, like, But if he has, maybe I mean, he Wilson's has Isaac. Yeah. Uh, Wilson's a pick over Isaac right now. It's I on penalties. Either way, see who plays on Thursday. Yes. And if one of the two of them is rested, Mate, I would play. I, I did them, caveat right. right now. Yeah, right now. Oh, okay. So he has all of them. I'm transferring, transferring a new forward up. Okay, cool. So if you have all of them, I would definitely start Wilson, ideally, based on the minutes on a Thursday. Yeah, I don't, Why are you I don't transferring think... a Newcastle forward out? Because he can't play all of them, I'm assuming. Bench someone else? Maybe he's buying a Brighton forward as a third forward, or maybe he's um, getting... I'm just thinking I'm who else. Just, maybe... just, 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 just remember, just remember that fixture difficulty. Look, look, this, look, 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 look. For a Newcastle attack. 4.1. 4. 4. 4. 4. Look yeah. at this. I do think, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like it's going to be a... Who, who are you buying, I guess? Oh, yeah, and so to fund Bruno. Yeah, see, that make, I can see how that happens, yeah. Okay. All yeah, right. that, that makes sense to me. I think that, that's teeth. I mean, gritted teeth. But I, that has the ability to come back and bite you on the ass. I think you've got to go for it at this stage of the season. <laughs> <though>. <laughs> Yeah. <coughs> okay. Any more? Or is that I it? guess my question is um do you have Salah because that's something I need to be open minded about but like I would stay open minded about maybe Salah to Bruno no hit keeping your Newcastle forward that that could be an option um if if you have two free transfers and you're able to do this and see so and Bruno move then fantastic but if it's for a hit then I think the Salah to Bruno could be considered as well. All right, I think that's all the questions um Man, yeah. that we have time for today. I'll tell you what I was going to just do just before we finish because we don't often do it. But I was just going to put my script, my team on the screen, right? So you can just have a quick look at the sort of dilemmas that I'm in, right? So let, your let's have two minutes on that. Your fort, okay. your, your fort train. So there we go. So we've got Raya in goal at the moment. I'd say Raya. So you got Trippier, Estupinian, Trent Botman. Salah, Foden, Mitoma, McAllister, Isaac and Haaland. Obviously, Shaw's going to come in. So, I mean, I've not I've not started to sort this out yet. So, let's do that. Okay. Rashford could play. But if he plays, who does he, who comes out? Do you know what I mean? This is difficult. If Rashford's fit. Do you see what I mean? It, it makes me think that my simplest move is is probably my goalkeeper. I don't know where you are. 
with all this? I'm just looking at mine. Um, yeah, so I think it's a tough one. Yeah, for you, I think definitely the goalkeeper seems the most obvious option. Um, the alternative is you could um, you could look to bench Trippier and sell Rashford and play a midfielder, but you don't seem so keen. You've already got a City mid in Foden. You don't seem so keen on um, Anthony. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not unhappy with my team. I mean, it's almost like the Salah move, but then that would probably mean a flip-flop back again. Yeah, you, that's, you know what what I mean? that's what that's what C Hunt's saying about like Southampton the following week makes it a bit of a hard one to it does, doesn't sell it? it on it now. does, it really does. And if you look at the bench, that's with Rashford benched. So, you know, if I was to sell Rashford for someone and I've got uh I'm I guess that's my question. Like, can you afford Rashford straight to Bruno? I don't think so. Because you got the third dead forward. One point three knockout. You might you, it's close. Well, what, yeah. what's your total in the bank when you sell to Rashford? One point three. Yeah, but when you click on X on Rashford, what what do you have? Oh, yeah. Nine point eight point five. Oh, oh no, you need like yeah, he's at nine point six yeah, or something. So can't do it? it. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting one. So I, I I'm thinking that maybe 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 the simple move is just the goalkeeper. Yeah, that's fair. I think a few are saying in the chat that if Rashford is fit, they'll probably bench Isaac. Um, I, I mean, I wouldn't bench Isak against Leicester. But I guess Never. the alternative is you'd have to bench Salah um, at home at Villa or <laughs> or, or, NC, or, or Enciso. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you're crazy. It's tough. These benching headaches are catching It's up a benching everyone. headache, isn't it? All over. But anyway, there we go. I'll decide. I'll decide cool. plus the time. But All right. Well, thank yeah. you, everyone, for tuning in. We'll get out of here today. Um, this is Chris's last show before next preseason. Um, he's going to be moving to Dubai some new uk friendly uh, stream times next season as well and i will be back with gabriel to do game week 38 next wednesday probably around 6 p.m so it's slightly different and earlier in the uk and we will see what final spicy differentials we can get and i think gabe will tell us about some matchup analysis and netxg will make a return if you want to see the netxg he will probably be releasing his thread before deadline so you can have a look at that and that's been quite popular on twitter recently before the haulers so do check that out and show him some support with reading his article. Otherwise, um, good to see everyone. Thanks for joining us in the chat, keeping us company late into the night or early into the morning in Chris's case. And we will see you all um, after hopefully many green arrows for all the haulers in Double Game with 37. Yeah, I think the only thing to say really is just, uh, you know, best of luck for the rest of the season, everybody. Uh, thank you for being on the voyage with us through FPL for another season. It's it's not necessarily been quite as good for Nima and I uh, as as last season, but I think we've still enjoyed it. And I mean, let's face it, Nima, when there's 11 million players, yeah, it's, it's not million. the same highs as last year. But I think we'll talk about like how we did before in the preseason about our learnings and what we're going to take from this season into next year and how it might embrace yeah. it and change our playstyles. But it's been a pleasure. It has. As always, we'll see you all next week and um, good luck in Game 37, guys. Good luck, guys. Cheers. Take see care. You. Cheers. Bye-bye.